Hey, Pittsburgh. There are some incredibly creative people around our city, and we're here to meet them, learn what they do, and how they create. I'm Alan Fear, and this is the Pittsburgh Creators Podcast. Hello, everyone. I know this isn't the voice you were expecting to hear. Uh, my name is Robert Tra. I've been acting as a producer for this particular podcast. Today, in this last episode of season one, we would get a chance to interview our host, um, Alan, who you've been hearing from the entire season, who's been asking the questions. And uh, now we'll get the opportunity to hear from Alan and, and just learn a little bit more uh, about him. Whenever we had this idea to start this podcast, I reached out to Alan um, because he and I worked together early on and um, just mentioned the idea. And he was em emphatic and enthusiastic uh, about supporting this. And so he's he and I have been doing this uh, pro bono to start this crazy venture. And um, it's been really fun to talk to all these creatives. So let's welcome our host. Alan Fear. Hi, Alan. Hi, Rob. How you doing? I'm good. How's it feel to be on the other side of the the microphone? It's it's a, it's a big relief to to be able to 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 respond instead of having to be proactive. So it's going to be nice. I'm really looking forward to this. For those who have been listening to the podcast from the beginning, let's just learn a little bit about you. Who is Alan Fear? Like, what do you do, and uh, why uh, do you have such an interest in in sharing like Pittsburgh creators to to the rest of the world? So uh, I am currently a uh, band director, uh, musician, composer. I do a little bit of everything, uh, but I'm currently a band director in the Moon Area School District. Uh, I work with high school and uh, middle school students primarily. Um, as an instrumentalist, um, I'm primarily a percussionist, and uh, that really is where my history is um, in music. Um, however, just in terms of, of the creative aspect of things, um, you know, I've been interested in art um, my entire life. My father uh, is actually a, a fine art photographer. Um, you know, growing up in the 80s, uh, he kind of held through a tradition of using wet photography, working in the dark room when I was a child. I was in the darkroom constantly with him. Uh, he was also a teacher. Um, so I kind of followed in his footsteps, um, you know, in a, in a great way, just, you know, trying to hone a specific craft and then trying to share that with others uh, through education and, and becoming a teacher. Uh, my mom was always really, really supportive of everything that I did as a child. Uh, before I decided that I wanted to go to music school after high school, um, I actually had a lot of ambition um, to become a graphic designer, um, you know, and my dad was really a, a big influence in that, but my mother was as well, uh, you know, as a child, uh, every weekend, um, I was at a different museum, we were at festivals, we were at gallery openings constantly. Um, I grew up in Washington, DC, um, and I live there, uh, Northern Virginia, to be fair, uh, Nova to all the Nova people out there who might be in Pittsburgh. But uh, I grew up in in uh, Northern Virginia um, until I believe I was nine or 10. And then I moved to Pittsburgh with my mom. So uh, in my like really early formative years, I spent a lot of time um, at all the museums in DC, uh, the Smithsonian, 
um, you know, the Natural History Museum, then obviously uh, the the art museums. Um, and my father, you know, had my dad had a lot of gallery showings as well, so we would be there. And uh, pretty much every weekend, I was at a at some sort of aesthetic or a cultural um, institution. Uh, you know, checking out art and, and being involved with creators, which was really, really exciting. Um, my mother's family and actually my, my dad's family um, have really close ties to Pittsburgh. Uh, my mother grew up in Johnstown and, uh, you know, spent time in Johnstown and Pittsburgh. My, my father actually grew up in McKeesport. Uh, so really when I was 10, it was kind of like a homecoming for me, even though I hadn't lived here yet. Um, and then I grew up in the South Hills of Pittsburgh and uh, basically um, found music um, to be probably my greatest passion um, and kind of in an unlikely place. Um, you know, I was really heavily involved in the band program at school and marching band really kind of stoked the fire that I had inside me to, to continue with music um, as it does for a lot of, uh, of high school musicians. Um, so my first degree in uh, college was actually uh, music therapy. Um, I had a really big interest um, in, in kind of pursuing that. Um, and from there I was teaching and I was doing a bunch of other stuff and I was doing a lot of writing and composing for percussion, marching bands specifically, but percussion ensemble and some other things. And it kind of branched out from there. Um, and I did, uh, AmeriCorps for a few years in the Wilkinsburg school district at an alternative school, um, where I worked, uh, basically as a teacher's aide, uh, all year round and did some stuff there. And I kind of, uh, lost a little bit, um, of you know the experiences in music and i decided that um, i wanted to go back to school to get my teaching certification um, and in that process you know fell in love with composition again um, and uh, decided to go back and do a little bit more studies in electronic music and some other things in music production um, so that's something that i've always found really really interesting and uh, kind of brings me um, to my to my current day gig quote unquote which is a full-time job a full life job in a lot of ways um of uh being a uh, high school and middle school band director um i have a two-year-old daughter uh who was born right before the pandemic and obviously um that now has become the shout out to Fenny. yes uh her name is Fenny, Fenny fear and uh, uh my wife deanne and obviously um you know that has become a a huge um focus of my life in addition to everything else that I'm doing. But um, really teaching um, has has kind of been uh, my primary um, career, if you will. When you moved back into the Pittsburgh area when you were younger, where about in the Pittsburgh area did you grow up? What band program were you a part of when you fell in love with music? Uh, I actually grew up in uh, South Park, Pennsylvania. Um, it was funny. This was pre-South Park, the show. Uh, and it's funny when people talk about that, they have different inflections of South Park or South Park. But uh, yeah, I grew up in uh, South Park, um, just south of Pittsburgh. And um, it was a small band program. It was a small high school. I think it was less than a thousand students at the high school. And uh, But it's really uh, where I kind of fell in love um, with music. And, you know, fortunately, I had a lot of great instructors there. The band director was great, uh, Bill Rossetti. And uh, the drum instructor, who I still am really great friends with today, uh, Dave Campbell, um, introduced me to a whole nother world of uh, marching music um, in the form of drum corps. You know, sometimes I think get overlooked as an artistic endeavor, but are really, really, um, 
re- really creative and have a have a lot of things to offer in terms of of just aesthetics and especially aesthetic education, which I think is really cool. So, Alan, whenever I called you like uh, about a year ago this time, I think since we started the planning and I said, hey, I got this idea for, you know, a podcast. It's supported by this board of directors and the Pittsburgh Creators Project. And and uh, we want to showcase like local creators and uh, basically like learn from them and and start to get to know the people and, uh, you know, tell us about your creative process and, and all of the same questions that we, we've been been hearing you asking these creators. Um, why'd you say yes? Like, uh, you know, that's kind of a tough job and you put in the hours with me and, and, uh, there's not, not any pay right now. And it, however, if you would like to sponsor an episode, that's, what's going to take this to the next level if you're listening. Um, but Absolutely. Yeah, the, um, the, uh, Alan said yes. So like, why, why, why did you say yes to this, you know, uh, crazy idea? Yeah, actually it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, so one of the things that I've always, I love teaching. It's, it's my absolute number one passion. Um, and I couldn't imagine teaching anything else um, ex- except music and the things that I do. But um, I am also a creator. Uh, I've always had a passion for composing. And one of the things that has always kind of struck me is um, not only just like the process and, the, and the, the things that we talk about when we talk about composing or creating a piece of art or cre- even crafts, et cetera, et cetera, um, is, is how motivation works to do those things. And I think a lot of times in my own personal life, um, being a teacher and having that at the forefront, I overlook a lot of the other creative things I want to do. And there's a laundry list of things that like, oh, I have this idea, you know, I just improvising on piano the other day. And I'm like, I really love this idea. I want to blow this out and really like to make this like a full orchestral work or I, you know, I was listening to a song and became inspired and I'm like, oh, I really like this riff. I could do something cool with this. Um, and it, it's really, it just, it just kind of was, was a natural um, kind of evolution to do a podcast or something like this, because I am so interested in that process, but have not a lot of time to actually engage in that process. So uh, although this is like a very time consuming um, endeavor, it still gives me an opportunity to kind of get some insight to see how other people do it. When we're talking about what do you do when you need inspiration, what other like uh, uh, concepts stick out to you from our, our first season? Yeah, this is actually like a general thing that kind of goes across all of the questions. One of the things that I find really interesting is how similar a lot of the answers are and how many commonalities, even if it's like a singer songwriter or a visual artist, how many commonalities there are between the process. Um, Almost in every episode, I think at least one point, probably four or five, I think It, it has to be four or five episodes so far that someone has mentioned like voice memos, literally just pulling out a voice voice memo on the spot and and record jotting some ideas down uh, and then coming back to that later. Um, I really think that that's something that I've tried to do and I've never been good at. Like, you know, when you wake up and you have the dream, it's there's like a Seinfeld sketch about it. You write it down and you show it to everybody. He, Seinfeld goes around and shows the sketch to everybody. And it's like, what is this? And everyone has their own interpretation. But uh, I think that initial step is really one of the things that I, th- I th- thought was really, really cool um, is that all of these people draw from like the similar thing of just like something simple that we kind of take for granted, like the voice memo, you know? Um, yeah. So as far as that question is concerned, I mean, as the process, like that's always the thing that, that, you know, no matter who we're talking to that initial step of just like jotting it down, getting it down. So 
in 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 your experience, Alan, uh, Pittsburgh, like how is you know uh, how, why why does Pittsburgh have such a, a rich tradition? What what do you think makes Pittsburgh such a special place? Yeah, it, it's it's really fascinating, and I think everyone's kind of touched on this um, a bit. I, I think that there's such a conflict. Um, and uh, almost an identity crisis in Pittsburgh that's that's been kind of a constant um, from you know industrial revolution on you know you had the the mega wealthy you have the 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 Carnegies and then you have the 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 fight and the plight of of the worker it's the contrast between these things and how there seems to be kind of still even though there's the contrast between all these things going on there's still this um, kind of coming together in this unification under like some, some tenants, you know, hard work. Uh, it's the whole, like, um, you know, the Mike Tomlin thing, the standard is the standard. You know, there's always these things that kind of bring we are family, the, the, you know, 1970s pirates, like sports teams and things. Um, there's, there's this kind of, again, this blue collar attitude in spite of this juxtaposition between these kind of like separations and class, but there's also just this pride in the natural uh, world that happens in Pittsburgh, you know, three rivers conjoining or two rivers conjoining to make one, you know, at the confluence. I mean, I think it's kind of symbolic of of that that's that divisions that happen. But at the end of the day, there's still somewhat of a, of a unification or unity in what we export to the rest of the world. Yeah. Fran Flaherty brought that up also about moving you know, this is a great place to raise a family. And um, I think, you know, the values of like, there is a certain value on the arts in Pittsburgh that I think is, is something that's unique. It's a really special, like, uh, uh, place for, for the arts to flourish. And the Pittsburgh Symphony, yeah. you know, is world renowned. So, yeah. And I think you touched on it too, because of the size of the city, you know, like a lot of the people who come out of Pittsburgh are giants. Let's let's ask the question that, that you've asked everybody, you know, and wrapping up from your conversations and what you've been able to gain thus far from all these conversations, you know, what advice would you have to somebody who's in a creative field right now that, you know, is is um, grinding right now and trying to be, you know, come into their own as an artist? And and uh, what are some common threads that you you've heard from our, our creators? Yeah, I think the biggest one is it's funny. I think someone quoted it directly is just do it. Um, you know, a lot of times I talk to my students about this is uh, to get better at anything. You have to do that thing. And, you know, it's kind of like a it's kind of cliche, like, yeah, I'm doing the thing, you know, but it's there's a lot of truth, you know, uh, persistence that that most creators have that they're not going to accept what they have. Um, they're always going to be trying to strive to make something better. And to do that, you have to continue doing it, you know. Um, but also the cool thing that I think everyone is also kind of like uh, uh, touched on was that during that process of doing the thing, um, still making sure that they're taking time to gain life experience for themselves and really replenish themselves and make sure they're doing it in a healthy fashion. Well, Alan, I, you know, on behalf of, you know, everybody involved with the Pittsburgh Creators Project, I just want to say thank you for being our host. And hopefully you'll continue to do this. If you are listening and you love Alan as a host, make sure you like these episodes and leave him a comment. Um, anything to to help support this this podcast and and uh, if you want to sponsor an episode 
please send us an email at pittsburghcreators at gmail.com right now. And you can visit the website at www.pittsburghcreators.com uh, to find out uh, more about what else we're doing. Uh, but thank you, Alan, for for spearheading this and, and just doing an outstanding job, like being a host for, for these creators to talk about what they're, you know, the value that they bring into the world and in our part of the world. Yeah, as someone who's not a voice actor or or a, a an actor in any way, putting my voice out there to listen to these episodes and hear my voice on tape <laughs> for every uh, episode is uh, yeah, that always feels good, doesn't it? Listening to yeah, your voice on tape, it always feels wonderful. But uh, to, to it's it's worth it to hear my own voice. Trust me. But absolutely, one of the greatest experiences to get these stories out there and really connect people with some great. Uh, great artists and creators out there well again thank you alan yeah thank you thank you rob the pittsburgh creators podcast is supported by the pittsburgh creators project you can learn more at www.pittsburghcreators.org. If you know a creator we should speak to, let us know by reaching out to us through our website. The podcast is produced and theme composed by Robert Traw. Special thanks to Greta Zewi and Jesse Noss of Red Cayman Studios here in Pittsburgh for their post-production work. I'm Alan Fear. We'll see you next time. <laughs>